All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tune in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Welcome into a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of Oilers Nation every day, and it's a huge giant game day edition, huge, giant, massive game day edition, because it is a battle between the Edmonton Oilers and the Pacific Division leading Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to talk line combos. We're going to talk about keys to victory, how the Golden Knights have been playing, and we'll talk a little betting as well. But first, let's talk about the big story. It's the situation between the pipes. That is today's lead. couple of Alberta boys getting the start between the pipes for the Edmonton Oilers. Logan Thompson from Calgary, Stuart Skinner from Edmonton as Edmonton and Vegas go head to head. And this is a pretty big two points on the line. Welcome into the show. We go live every day. Well, every weekday and then also on Saturdays when the Oilers play at noon Mountain Time. Oilers Nation every day live from the Sports Closet studio. Tonight is the Hockey Fights Cancer Night. And our friends at the Sports Closet... They have these beautiful jerseys in their stores. If you want to support, if you want to rep what the Oilers will be repping during warmups today on Hockey Fights Cancer Night, our friends at the Sports Closet are happy to help you out. That is a beautiful patch as well. It's like pro-stitched on too. Anyways, there is Tyler shows you a Oilers jersey, the, the today's edition of that. Uh, let's bring in our good pal Liam, who's going to be around today to help us get set for this hockey game. Liam, 
You feeling good? It's, it's Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Hockey Night in Canada, Oilers Golden Knights. It's a big one. I'm feeling good. I got my lucky socks on today, which I, I don't wear every game day, so they keep the extra juice in them. Not quite that juice, but like they do pretty good. Uh, they I wore them against Tampa Bay and Florida, so they've got they're working pretty well. So I got a good feeling about the Oilers tonight. We are live on the Oilers Nation Facebook, live on the Oilers Nation Twitter, and live on the Nation Network YouTube as well. I see people tuning in. As soon as you get in, you know what you got to do? got to hammer that like button. Liam actually doesn't get paid unless the stream hits 20 likes. So, Yeah, paid per like. Paid $1 a like. <laughs> Liam is paid per like. We're also trying a new streaming software today, so we got like this cool ticker at the bottom. We can also like transition into all of these interesting little things. I could put Liam just down in the corner. Hey, Liam. <laughs> we can do a bunch of really neat stuff. Um, I think we're going to stay in the two box for uh, the majority of this. We want your keys to victory in the chat as well. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, we appreciate you. But if you head over to the Nation Network on YouTube, that is where the chat is the most active. That is where we'll be uh, looking for your takes as Edmonton gets ready to go head-to-head against the Vegas Golden Knights. It is a massive, massive two points on the line tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. And look. I mean, no other proof than when you take a look at the Pacific Division standings here. Vegas sits in first. They are a remarkable 14-4. and Edmonton, they sit fourth in the division, just 18 points. They are already 10 points back of the Vegas Golden Knights. Granted, they got a game in hand, although you shouldn't really be counting games in hand this early in the season. And they do have four head-to-head games coming up this season still against the Vegas Golden Knights. All of that is very important context here, but I want to start with some conversation about what's going on between the pipes for the Edmonton Oilers. It is going to be Stuart Skinner getting the start 3-4-0 on the year. He's played in eight games. He's got a 247 goals against average, a 932 save percentage. That is the third best save percentage amongst amongst goalies with at least eight plus games played. On the other side, it is Logan Thompson, 9-3-0, a 2-2-7 goals against averaging 9-25 save percentage. But I will add, he's been coming back down to earth a little bit. 15 goals against in his last five games. Let's start with the Oilers' side of this, Liam. Do you like the decision to go with Stu tonight? Yeah, I don't think he's done anything wrong. Like He, hasn't, he wasn't the reason the Oilers lost the other night. He's probably the reason the Oilers were in the game the other night. I think right now he's the Oilers' number one goaltender, and you got to keep – you got to keep riding him. And I think tonight he's going to show up again for this team because every time we turn to him, he shows up for them. He, has he had a bad game? I don't think there's been one game where it's been on him, right? No, I don't. Like, I, I think maybe that game against Jersey where he gave up that weak one that yeah. eventually resulted in them losing. He gave up four goals. But he also faced 43 shots in that game. So even though he gave up a weak one, I have a tough time pinning that on him. Against Washington, he gave up five goals as well. But majority of those were while the Oilers were shorthanded and none yeah. of them were that weak either. So I, I think, you know, maybe a couple of games that were just average, but I would go ahead and say, yeah, I don't think Stuart Skinner has had a bad game uh, in the chat right now. Who said it? Someone said uh, it was Genesis who said Thompson is going to hit a wall soon. And, you know, Skinner's also allowed 15 goals against in his last five games. Thompson, four goals against three four, three, and then one against Arizona in a game where he only faced 26 shots. So, you know, know, maybe Thompson is starting to slow down a little bit, but that doesn't take anything away from just how good he's been so far this season. I 
made the mistake of predicting that the Vegas Golden Knights would miss the playoffs this year. I am looking very wrong in that prediction. Uh, Liam, what, were, what was your take on the Golden Knights heading into this year, and have they kind of surprised you? Um, I think my take to start the season was that goaltending wasn't going to be good enough to make them a, a legit Stanley Cup contender. Right now, I'm being proven wrong massively, and I'm sure I'm not the only person like that. But obviously, this team is very talented. Petrangelo and Shea Theodore on the blue line. You also have like Alex Martinez, who's a good veteran defenseman. Jack Eichel has been great for them. We, I think it's probably obvious he was going to have a pretty good year for them. Uh, who else they got there? Mark Stone back from injury. Chandler Stevenson's been huge for them this year. And also other guys who they got in the expansion draft, like Riley Smith and Marsha Soli. They're a good team. Last year was just kind of weird for them, balancing the the um, the salary cap all season. It just seemed like that was playing on them way more than actually playing on the ice. So I'm not too surprised that they're having a good season. I'm surprised at 14 and four. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me right now from them. Yeah, uh, it's really surprising to see just how good they are. And Yash said that in the chat. He said, you know, don't, don't, it's okay, Tyler. I don't think anyone predicted this. And no, I think a lot of people were like, hey, you know, if things break right for Vegas, they'll be right around that playoff hunt with teams like probably LA, Vancouver in that mix as well. Everyone thought it would be Edmonton and Calgary going toe to toe, wire to wire for the top spot in the Pacific Division. And that's just not how things have played out so far this season. Calgary's only two points back of the Oilers. They got a game in hand as well, but it's shaping up to be a very tight race. And I, and I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if at some point Vegas starts falling back to the pack, like 20 points in 18 games. That is a crazy pace. Like when I last checked, that is a hunter. They were on a 123 point pace. I'm going to do the math here again. They're on a 125 point pace in this regular season. I don't think they're going to finish with 125 points. They're going to slip down a little bit, but the fact that they've banked as many wins as they have already um, this season is really, really impressive. And tonight is going to be a tough test for the Oilers. This is a Vegas team that is very well coached. Bruce Cassidy, I, I kind of compared. Who did I compare him to the other day on Oilers Nation Radio? Oh, I Joseph can't remember. Mourinho. Who? Jose Mourinho. He's the coach who you oh, bring right. you over the hump, right? He can pro- he, he has the ability to deliver you a championship, get the most out of your team for one or two years, but eventually his act kind of wears thin and the room turns on him. And that's, and that's really how I view Cassidy. But the Golden Knights are in this window of, yeah, Bruce Cassidy just hasn't played really damn good hockey in. Maybe eventually things get sour, but this year, I think he's more than capable of leading that team to, to the top spot in the division. And, and right now, the results just speak for themselves. So the Oilers are going to have their hands full. But, and I did point this out earlier in the week on Oilers Nation every day, Vegas is getting a little bit lucky this year. They have a lot of guys in that lineup. Someone like a Chandler Stevenson, whose shooting percentage probably a little bit unsustainable. Even Jack Eichel, I mean, he's close to 20% and he could probably stay there. But there are players on that team who the, the the rate at which they're scoring this year is not overly sustainable. And, and I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if Vegas goes through a bit of a tough stretch at some point. You look at their five-on-five PDO, it's fourth highest in the NHL. That's usually a pretty good measure of a team's luck. You look at their five-on-five shooting percentage, top 10 in the NHL. And when you look at the guys on their roster, not a ton of them are high shooting percentage kind of guys. So I do think it's going to come down at some point here for the Vegas Golden Knights. And maybe 
maybe, I mean, hopefully that's going to start tonight. Because again, like I said, Liam, they're good, but they're probably not a, they're probably not 125 points in the regular season good. No, I think someone mentioned it in the chat, like the schedule and the teams they've played. Like they've already played, they've played Arizona, they've played Montreal, they've played Ottawa, Anaheim, San Jose, the Kraken too early in the season, Arizona twice already. Like the others haven't played a lot of these teams already. Like they've had a very tough start to the season against very, very tough teams. And I think that's kind of been a bit of an Achilles heel for the Oilers and something that's benefited Vegas quite a lot. And you just read out all those numbers. Like, those aren't very sustainable. Vegas does have a lot of good talent, like we said, but eventually they're going to come down to earth and probably balance it out. And the Oilers will rise up and eventually the division, that 10-point gap will get smaller and smaller, especially if the Oilers can win tonight. It's going to be a massive game. Yeah, it uh, and Rogers' play should be absolutely rocking on a Saturday night. Let's get caught up on what's going on in the chat. A lot of you in there already. Genesis, the Canada says McDavid five point nine incoming. Uh, loving the hockey fights, cancer jersey. I love it too. It's actually like really nice in person. That purple is a, it's a bit of a vibe. Uh, Chris says, you think Phil the Thrill has tried our new hot dogs at Rogers? Yes, I did see that uh, they're doing like Nathan's famous hot dogs at Rogers place. Now uh, Adam says, Stu and Tyler best stashes in oil country. I will take that compliment. Twisted says, I would say I have nervous energy. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Like this is, it's a really big hockey game early in the season. We are getting, we're almost at the 25% mark of this regular season. And the Oilers have underperformed to this point, even if, you know, and yeah, I'm sure all of you watching have confidence that they're going to turn it around. And, and I do too, but 18 points in 17 games, nine, eight and oh, that's what an 85, 86 point pace. You're not even getting close to the playoffs with that. So they got to go on a heater at some point here and kind of get things back on track. And I mean, the, the, the home record's not good. That's an area where it feels like they've always been better at. So yeah, tonight, like if you lose tonight and you fall to nine and nine, I'm not going to be like majorly concerned, but you would have came into a week against two Pacific division opponents and potentially to walk out of it with no points. That would be alarming. So tonight is a big, big game for the Oilers. And I really just hope that they come out with a little bit of desperation in their game. Like tonight, like I said, the atmosphere at Rogers Place should be really good. This should be a team that comes out and plays like tonight is a must win. And it's not technically a must win because it's only the 18th game of the regular season. But you should have that feeling in the room that like, hey, these are a very, very important two points tonight. Adam says, is Tyler a closet Golden Knights fan? What's on the hat? Oh, sorry. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe I should flip it around for the rest of the show so people uh, don't get confused. But my friends at the Sports Closet, uh, they got this one in stock. And I was chatting with them the other day. And they actually told me this is one of their like custom 47 brand ones that they have in stock. So I think you can only get them at the Sports Closet. Yash says our defense has to come up big. They have three productive scoring lines along with some good two-way defensemen. I think that is a great point as well. We'll get into the lines in just a second. Joey drops in his short four giant key to the game. He says, we have to play hard from the first puck drop. The boys need to try and catch them off guard and keep the momentum going throughout the game. Yeah, I, I think a good start, it's imperative for this Oilers team. I mean, you can just go look in at uh you can just go look in at the numbers. 
the Oilers, when they score first, have a much better record and compared to when they don't. I mean, that that's true for most teams in the NHL. And the Oilers have had some impressive comeback victories. But Liam, the Oilers coming out again, keep the crowd into it, get off to a good start. Someone else said, you know, beating Thompson early is probably an important one as well. And I, and I would agree with that, but you really want to force things early with the Vegas Golden Knights. Don't let them get settled into that really solid Bruce Cassidy system. Yeah, there was, there was a point last season when the Oilers played Vegas somewhat early on, maybe around the 15-game mark. I can't remember. And I remember everyone was like, oh, are the Oilers going to have enough to to get by Vegas? It might have even been in Vegas, to be honest. And then they found a way, and they had a really, really good game, and it kind of helped both to, uh, help the Oilers kind of get going. And I know they, see, they always start the season a lot different last year, but this kind of feels like that game again where it's like, Oilers are being doubted a little bit, and understandably, they've been able to have no sustainable success besides that five-game win streak. But I think this is big tonight. I think if the Oilers can win, they have a tough road trip coming up. But I believe in this team, and I think everyone should too. Like, There's so much talent, and they're capable of doing anything. I just hope they don't start chasing the game. You can't yeah. just chase a game every single night. They have to get some get some pressure on the team and just like – you know, put Vegas under the pressure, not the Oilers. You're the team on home ice. And like you said, I think the fans will be in there Saturday night in Edmonton. Sounds like a good recipe for success to me. Uh, talking about the games last year, and you mentioned it as well, Liam, uh, they met for the first time last season on October 22nd. It was the Oilers coming out 5-3. The second meeting of the year came in November. It was the Oilers coming out 3-2. That was one of our Oilers Nation uh, watch parties too. Uh, down at Campio. They met again February 8th. The Oilers lost 4 nothing, and then they finished it up with a 4 nothing victory on April 16th, getting close to the end of the regular season. That is when they just went stupid hot, won seven of their last eight games to close out the regular season. But the Oilers won three or four games uh, against the Golden Knights last year. Actually, a big reason why the Oilers finished as a 104-point team, and quite frankly, a big reason why they were able to make the playoffs is because they dominated their own division last year. Just looking at their head-to-head results against teams in their division, they finished 2-2 and against Calgary, 3-1 and against L.A., 4-0 against San Jose, 4-0 against the Vancouver Canucks, 3-1 over the Vegas Golden Knights, 3-0 against the Anaheim Ducks. Like They just rolled through every team in their division. This year, it, it hasn't exactly gone that way for them. Looking at their head-to-head results so far this season, they split against the Calgary Flames. They did get that win against the Vancouver Canucks, but then they went and lost to the LA Kings. So your record in your division is 500 right now. Not quite as good as it was last season. You need to win these divisional games. These four-point swings are absolutely massive. And, and beating these teams in regulation as well. That was something the Oilers did really, really, really good. It was a big part of their success last season. They beat their own division in regulation. You created, you took full advantage of the opportunity for a four-point swing. And in, in this era of the NHL, with the Bettman point lingering and teams that just drag it to overtime and scoop up their point, it's really hard to catch up on teams throughout the season if you do not beat them in the head-to-head. So it's massive. Bison Mask guys in the chat, what up? Saw him at the brew house the other day. I know there's talk around Taze. However, we need to look at his teammate, Max Domi. I think the Blackhawks have a couple of really interesting trade targets for the Oilers to look at. I mean, I know everyone was talking about Patrick Kane earlier in the year. I think I I, I think this front office has maybe sat there and been like, ah, eh, we don't need another big skilled guy. We need... 
good, solid depth pieces. We have the top six to win. The Oilers have the top six to win. Adding a Jonathan Taves to a third line, adding a really hard forechecking, tough to play against fourth line winger, that really improves your team and won't cost you Dylan Holloway, a first round pick and something else like a guy like Patrick Kane probably will. I mean, Max Domi, three million bucks. You get Chicago to keep half. Yeah, that's a guy who could probably play in your bottom six. Looking at who Chicago has on their blue line, I don't see a ton of fits there, unfortunately. And that's an area where I'm sure the Oilers would love to find a team who can give them a left shot D-man and give them a bottom six player and kind of do all their shopping in one stop, which you could all be doing this Christmas at the sports closet. Now, that was a natural little ad read to, to slide in there. Um, but anyways, just getting back to what I was talking about in the head-to-head results and also starting off, starting off games really well. So far this season, when the Oilers score first, they are six and one. When the opponent score for, scores first, they are three and seven. What else needs to be said about that? When the Oilers lead after the first period, they are three and zero. Oh. When the Oilers trail after the first period, they are three and six. You score early, you win. It is simple as that with this Oilers team. They need to get off to a hot start. And the frustrating thing is, we've been having this conversation for I don't know five years, like. They never start games well. And tonight is one where you need to get off to a really good start because the Vegas Golden Knights are kind of the same thing as the Oilers. You need to play well right from the get-go. I'm pulling up Vegas's situational numbers right now as well. Um, Vegas, when they score, <laughs> Vegas, when they score first this year, 11-2-0. Vegas, when they score first on the road, 6-1-0. They're really good. I mean, they're good in almost every situation, but they're basically unbeatable in the first period. In the first period this season, the Vegas Golden Knights have outscored their opposition 22 to 8. They've outshot the opposition 200 to 154 in the first period. Outscoring their opposition 22 to 8 in the first period of hockey games. You compare that to the Edmonton Oilers, they're getting outscored 19 to 12 in the first period. What more needs to be said? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Let's get into our lines today, Liam. Um, for the, uh, we'll start with the Vegas Golden Knights. Actually, we'll toss those up here. Top line: Jack Eichel, Chandler Stevenson, and Mark Stone. That is going to be priority number one for the Edmonton Oilers, shutting down that trio. Jack Eichel seven points in his last five games. Chandler Stevenson eight points in his last five games. The second line is the Golden Misfits line with William Carlson, Jonathan Marcheseau, and Riley Smith. Riley Smith, four goals in his last five games as well. Brett Howden with Paul Cotter and Phil the Thrill Kessel on the third line. Mike Amadio with Will Carrier and Keegan Colasar is the expected fourth line for the Golden Knights. Alec Martinez with Alex Petrangelo is the top pairing. Braden McNabb with Shea Theodore. Nick Hag with Zach Whitecloud is the third pairing for Vegas. Logan Thompson, the expected starter they are dealing with well one injury nicholas nicholas wah is a guy who usually centers that third line brett howden kind of takes his spot and you know maybe maybe this is a good opportunity for the oilers liam because i i I look at this vegas team i see a top six that is very good i see a bottom six that quite frankly leaves me wanting a little bit would leave me wanting a little bit more if i was a golden knights fan maybe this is actually a sneaky good matchup for the oilers yeah, they are just going to have to capitalize on when that third, fourth line's on the ice just to get McDavid or Dreisaitl all over the boards and try and make something count from it. Like, like you said, that top six is very, very strong. But that bottom six, I, I don't know if I even know a lot of those players, to be honest. Oh, yeah. so they're, not, they're not exactly household names. Obviously, you got Phil the Thrill there. Brett Howden's, there, I guess, an established guy. Colasar was on the team last year. But those other three guys, like, I don't know. I'm sure if you're not watching hockey every night, you probably haven't heard of them. So the other's got to make sure someone has heard of them when they put them on the highlight reel later on. Yeah, they, they deserve their time. They deserve their time on SportsCenter, right? And it should yep. be Connor David walking around them. Just like Morgan Riley did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but even Phil Kessel, like he's not a five-on-five five guy anymore. He's not mm-hmm. impacted at even strength so that bottom six is an area that the Oilers can definitely take advantage of a lot of people in the chat talking about how good their blue line is yeah it's really damn good they basically roll six deep they got guys that can shut you down they got guys who can move the puck if you're a DFS player how about the fact Alec Martinez has 26 blocked shots in his last five games pretty valuable in the old fantasy sports business um this Vegas team's good you you said it and I liked it Getting McDavid out there against that bottom six a little bit more. Would you be tempted to roll eleven and seven tonight just so you can have McDavid and Drysaddle kind of cycle through the lines a little bit more? I think I would because you look at a guy like Devin Shaw, and we all know I'm the leader of the Devin Shaw fan club, but he's not exactly been great the last two games. So what's the what's the point in not trying to experiment? Like the twelve and six hasn't been working for this team a lot recently, so maybe that's what you got to do. Just it's a big game and you need your big players to show up. We say, well, they show up every night, but playing them every other shift and, you know, figuring out how to get them on the ice in good situations. Like it's beneficial for the Oilers. You've got the chains, like try and take advantage of it and use the best two players in the world to do that. If you missed the news yesterday, uh, Brad Malone was recalled from Bakersfield. Also worth noting that Tyler Benson is down in Bakersfield on a conditioning assignment, but Brad Malone's on his way up. And I don't know if that's a situation where they're just calling him up because they want to bring him on the road trip to have an extra body there just in case, or if they want him in the lineup tonight. Honestly, I'd be playing him tonight. I think Devin Shore has been subpar for a few games now. He doesn't bring anything outside of just, I mean, early in the year, I liked it because it was mistake-free hockey and he's decent with the puck on his stick. 
Liam pointed out uh, yesterday on Oilers Nation Radio, like this is a guy who scored 35 plus points one year with the Dallas Stars, I think. So um, I, I didn't like he made a bad mistake at the blue line. And then he went back the other way, crashed into Stuart Skinner. A couple games ago against Florida, he had two bad turnovers in the D zone. And after that game, I said, you probably healthy scratch him. They played him against L.A. He had another bad mistake. I didn't think he was great against Carolina. Like, he had a bad tail end of the road trip. With Brad Malone, Liam, you're, you're getting a guy who, one, he can kill penalties for you. Jay Woodcroft is comfortable with him. He spent a lot of time with him in Bakersfield. And he has a physical presence. I think I'd, I would put Brad Malone in tonight. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a bad shout either. Like you said, like Devin Shaw isn't an 82-game player. He's a guy that you kind of throw in when you just need an extra body in the lineup. And like you said, he'll probably do a good job for you. But if you play him every single night, he's going to get exposed. And that's what we've seen in the last couple of games. Get Malone in there. Maybe a, little, a bit of different energy, a bit a different style to what Devin Shaw is going to bring to you. Like you said, he, he brings a bit more team toughness, which a lot of people have been clamoring for recently. So there it is, folks. Brad Malone, team toughness. The answer to the team toughness question is Brad Malone. Uh, here's how the Oilers are expected to line up this evening. Connor McDavid will center Matthias Janmark and Zach Hyman. Connor McDavid, 21 points in his last 10 games, including 10 goals in that span, but he was held off the score sheet against the LA Kings. It is not very often that Connor McDavid gets held off the score sheet in back-to-back games. Leon Drysettle centering Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Warren Fogle. I am I, I'm trying to be optimistic about this top six, but I just can't quite get there. I do like McDavid and Hyman as a duo. I think you need to surround Connor McDavid with hardworking four checkers. And I love Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's not quite that guy. I like Yesapul Yarvi. He isn't scoring. So I think you had to freshen up that top line next to number 97. I would love to see Zach Hyman just stapled there for like the next 10 games and see if those two can get something going. I think they play well together. So let them. Um, I like McDavid and Hyman. I don't know how I feel about Matthias Janmark, but we are setting up for the Matthias Janmark revenge game this evening because he is a former Vegas Golden Knight. Uh, Nuge with Drysettle seems to work pretty well. Fogel's playing good hockey. I'll, I'll give that second line a shot. I think this third line actually has some sneaky good potential, Liam. I look at Klim Costin. He's had a couple of really good games. You were the first one who pointed it out as well, that he was good against Florida when he first got in. He was really impactful against the LA Kings. I like him there. I like Ryan McLeod, but he's got to start scoring. Pugliarvi on the third line is better than Pugliarvi on the first line. I think this third line could actually like do some damage tonight. Yeah, I think out of the four lines, that's the one I kind of like the most. I, I like Cleem Costin, that's his name, Mr. Cleem. Uh, Ryan McLeod, obviously, we need to get him going a little bit more. He's kind of in a, a tougher stretch here, I suppose. And then Yessi, like, I think we saw a lot of bright spots with Yessi when he was with McDavid. But at the end of the day, you've got to produce offense. And unfortunately, just not right now. Maybe being on the third line relieves a bit of pressure, and that helps him out quite a bit. And then for the top line, like, Yanmark, I kind of like it. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is that I like about. I think it's maybe his tenaciousness and the fact that like plays a little bit fearless and trying to forecheck and get to the net and that kind of stuff. And it's been missing from the team a little with Yamamoto. And I know Yamamoto hasn't been his usual self. Uh, hopefully, we can see that when he gets back. There was an update today. I can't remember exactly what it said, but 
I don't know. I don't mind the Amak up there. I'd like to see the Oilers kind of run with duos. Like, we kind of spoke about it on Oilers Nation Radio yesterday. Like, again, you said it then. Like, McDavid and Dreisaitl, Dry and Nuge. And then you just rotate another player through. If it's not working, don't change everything. Just change one guy and see if that does the connection. Because the Oilers aren't deep enough right now to just be flipping all 12 forwards here, there, and everywhere. they got to get some sustainability in the team at the moment. Jay Woodcroft today said Kyler Yamamoto took the optional skate. He's seeing good progression, but he is still considered day to day. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think Yamamoto will probably come back at some point on the road trip. We will see if Brad Malone ends up in the lineup this evening. Uh, we'll take another look here and finish off our lineup report, courtesy of Sherwood Ford, the giant, the fourth line, Shore, Holloway, and Derek Ryan. I... If you gave me my pick, I think I would go Holloway, Malone, and Ryan. Unless you're looking to go 11-7, and seven, then I would scratch both Shore and Malone and dress Niemelainen as the 7th D. That's actually the way I would go. I, I think, I don't know, I think 11-7 and seven gives you the best chance to get some solid matchups. I see Bison Mask guy was... Uh, I see Bison Mask guy was asking what how I would handle the matchups between this. And I wouldn't honestly, if you went 11 and 7, I think you could just almost roll lines at that point. And go 1, 2, 3, 4, and then mix McDavid and Dry settle in with the fourth line. And you don't need to worry about who Vegas is putting over the boards. But we'll see. We probably won't find out till like warm-ups tonight at 7.30 if the Oilers are going 11 and 7 or if they're going with the more traditional 12 and 6. On the blue line, Nurse with Barry. Kulak with Bouchard, Murray with CC. I think they might have switched that up at the skate the other day. I think they're going to go back to Nurse and CC tonight. Um, Kulak and Bouchard and then Murray and Barry. Earlier this week, I was talking about the giveaway numbers uh, with some of these Oilers D-men on, uh, on Oilers Nation every day. And on a per 60 rate, the two Oilers D-men who are giving up the puck the most are Nurse and Bouchard. I think a little bit of an important context in there is that those are the two that are most often asked to pass the puck out of the zone. They have the puck on their stick the most. And and that that can result in more turnovers. But like the numbers are very high for the two of them. Uh, so I don't think you can play them together at this point. They're not responsible enough with the puck. But the Oilers, like Bouchard and Nurse, are both above three turnovers per 60. Kulak and Barry are right around 1 to 1.5. Okay, that's fine. CeCe's down at 0.4. So I think you need to play CeCe with Nurse. I think that gives you the best chance of creating a top pairing that can both skate and play hard against the other team's best players. I think Kulak and Bouchard get a dependable veteran next to Evan Bouchard. He's making a lot of mistakes right now. That's fine. You got to let a young defenseman play through it. But I think Kulak's the best option for him. Ryan Murray's just a little bit too much of a tire fire sometimes in his own end. So I, I would keep Kulak and Bouchard. Murray and Barry, I mean, it's whatever. It's not a great pairing, but that's life. Uh, yes, Liam is saying in the chat, hit that like button. I see there's 45 of you watching, only 14 likes. We need to get that number up. Hammer the like button here, and we'll get into our betting report in just a second as well. But that is your Oilers lineup, courtesy of our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. Let's catch up on the chat and see what's going on there. Adam says, nothing like Saturday night, hockey night in Canada. Yash is going to be watching from Winnipeg. Twisted is excited to see Kleem and Yanmark tonight. How about that story? Uh, I don't know if everybody saw this, but Kleem Costin did his first media sort of avail the other day. And they asked him, you know, he got traded for Dmitry Samurikov, who he's friends with. 
He said he like grew up playing hockey with Dmitry Samurikov. And when he got traded, the first thing he did was text Dmitry Samurikov and say, I'm coming to Edmonton to join you. And Samurikov had to be the one to go, well, you got traded for me, so we won't quite be playing together. Uh, but it's kind of funny how those things break. He actually talked a little bit. He was open. He talked about how nervous he was coming to Edmonton because he's the only Russian. He didn't know anyone on the team. But, I mean, if he keeps playing the way he did against the L.A. Kings, yeah, I'm excited to watch him play too because he could give the Oilers an element in their bottom six that they just really don't have right now. We'll see if tonight is the last time we see Dylan Holloway in the Oilers lineup for a little bit. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if he goes down to Bakersfield after the game and the Oilers don't bring him on the road trip. I think that might be as well why they called up Brad Malone when they did. They'll send Holloway down. They'll still have 12 skaters for the start of the road trip. And maybe Tyler Benson ends up joining them at some point. Let's get into our betting today, Liam. Courtesy of our friends at Betway. We'll throw up the odds right now. Oilers, it's basically a pick them. Each of these teams right around that minus 10 mark. The over-under is set at 6.5 with the overpaying minus 120. Uh, what do you like tonight? Yeah, the money line you said is is a tight one. I don't know if like I'm confident the Oilers would win, but I don't know if I would put money on that. And yeah. also the over under is I don't know either. Like I think Stuart Skin has been so good for this team right now. I don't want to I don't want to suggest that he's going to allow too many goals. But also Logan Thompson's been a good goalie for Vegas, so I think I would stay away from both of those. I'm actually just going to go with a nice simple Matthias Yamark goal. That's where I'm putting my money tonight. You put ten bucks in it, you win forty-two fifty. So I like it. First line next to Connor McDavid. Who knows? Seems like pretty decent odds for a guy that has produced in the NHL before. I, and also, we mentioned it. Revenge game. Come on, yep. gotta have him one time for us. Matthias Yanmark goal is where Liam's going. I don't mind if uh, you're looking at just some shot props that seem intriguing. Jonathan Marcheseau over two and a half shots on goal is minus 167 on Betway. I actually really like that spot there. Um, if you just want to try and make a little bit of money off this hockey game here tonight. Connor McDavid was held pointless against the LA Kings, and it's now been a couple of games since he's found the back of the net. So the goal store scoring is starting to slow down a little bit for Connor McDavid. He also only had one shot on goal against the Vegas Golden Knights. So I actually think I'm going to go all in on a Connor McDavid bounce back performance. I am taking him over three and a half shots at minus 134. And I'm going to take him parlayed with an Oilers win. He's going to go over one and a half points and the Oilers are getting the victory tonight plus 200. So that is uh, where I'm going with my two recommended bets here tonight. Connor McDavid shot prop and then Oilers to win parlayed with Connor McDavid over one and a half points. I think the captain, he's always fired up to play on Hockey Night in Canada, Liam. The uh, Well, a Connor McDavid big night would also help uh, Matthias Yamark a little bit, would not? So, Look at that. We're kind of on the same team here, right? Uh, yeah, maybe a parlay, ladies and gentlemen. Throw it all together if you're feeling lucky as well. We are playing in Vegas, so. Let me check. Uh, I will do that if the if the New Jersey Devils hold on to this lead. I got them at plus 160 on the puck line this morning. They're up 3 nothing on the Ottawa Senators. New Jersey going for their 12th victory in a row. That is unbelievable. Did you, uh, did you see Jack Hughes' comment the other day? Yeah, yeah. Well, because a reporter asked him, they were like, hey, does your team need to find a little bit more consistency? 
what do you say? Is that we're on a six-game heater? I think we'll be okay. Or something you, like you, that, you, right? Yeah, we're on a nine-game heater. I think we're playing all right. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's, hey, yeah, that's a fair point, man. Uh, <laughs> can't argue that. But I didn't believe it. Like when I saw the line today that they're plus 160 on the puck line, Ottawa's won twice in their last 10 games. New Jersey has lost yeah. an 11. That is unbelievable. Uh, I'm quickly putting together what the odds would be uh, if we parlayed everything we talked about there. So what do we say? We're, we're going Oilers win. Oilers win. McDavid, Shaw. We're not getting cheeky going regulation or anything? No, no, no. Money line, money line. Money line living. We are going with a plus 325 Matthias Janmark goal. Okay. Yep. That is all good with me. Where, oh, and then what did you say? McDavid shot prop and McDavid over a point and a half? Yeah, McDavid shot prop, McDavid over a point and a half. I haven't even added the McDavid over a point and a half. We're already at plus 700, Liam. We're cooking oh, up yeah. something dangerous here. Connor McDavid over one and a half. Plus 800 is what we're looking at on that parlay. Not bad. Lock, locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Um, what else do we got going on here before we wrap up? Uh, hey, the World Cup starts tomorrow. Canada doesn't play until Wednesday, but our friends mm-hmm. at the Sports Closet hooked us up with these bad boys. We got a nice, nice little black Team Canada lid. I showed all this off yesterday. But this this hoodie is clean. That is a nice one. That Red. is clean. Yes, that is Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sportsplaza.ca, also Short Park Mall, St. Albert Mall, Kingsway Mall. If you want to get some World Cup gear, Canada's first game is Wednesday. Also, shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford, the Giant. I'm going to be doing some uh, exciting stuff with them coming up in the next few weeks here. So keep it locked on my Instagram. We're going to be driving the nation truck around for a good cause, and we're going to be donating some toys ahead of Christmas and all of that. Also, brunch for Ben is seven days from today. Head to nationgear.ca. Get your tickets to brunch for Ben. Uh, proceeds all going to go to a charity of the Stelters family choosing. Your ticket gets you into the party down at Soho next Saturday for the 11 a.m. puck drop against the New York Rangers. It also gets you a nice custom brunch for Ben t-shirt that Kennedy has designed, and it looks fantastic. Get all the info at nationgear.ca. Let's wrap this bad boy up with our short four giant keys to victory. Liam, what is the key to victory for you tonight? Dictate the game and don't uh, – how do I word this? Don't make the reason you win Stuart Skinner, mm. if that makes sense. Just rely on Skinner to have a good game. You have to perform well in front of him. Don't just rely on your rookie goaltender to try and win you another one. Yeah, 100%. Can you still hear me? Is my mic working? Yeah, there we go. I can, I can hear you. Yeah, okay, we're good. Uh, yeah, team effort is, uh, I agree with you 100%, dude. They, they need a really solid team effort this evening. This is a Vegas team that, you know, is maybe starting to slide back down to earth just a hair. You need mm-hmm. to make sure that happens here tonight. I saw some people saying stay out of the box in the, in the chat. I think that's bang on as well. For me, the one simple key to victory, get a depth goal. Connor McDavid will bounce back. I am very confident in that. Leon Dreisaitl, mm-hmm. he's fine. He'll be okay. I don't hate the look of this new look top six. It's fine. But either third or fourth line, you need to come through with some offense for this team tonight. Logan Thompson is a damn good goalie. But if that bottom six, if they can find a way to solve him, the big guns will get theirs. They'll eat tonight. It's a Saturday night hockey night in Canada. They'll be hungry. But that bottom six, you need to come through and play impactful minutes. The bottom six is my Sherwood Ford giant key to victory for tonight's game. Uh, You're dropping your keys to victory in the YouTube chat. When you do that, hammer the like button as well. 
Uh, Losh says, need shots on net in the first 10 minutes. Bang on. The shots against LA at one point were like 10 nothing early in that game. Cannot happen. Twisted, keys to the game. You got to show up on time. I'm with you 100%. You absolutely need to show up on time tonight because it is a big divisional game on a Saturday night on home ice. Adam says, key to victory, score more than Vegas. Mm. Genesis says it's going to be a 5-3 win for the Oil. They got to score first. All right. <laughs> Liam, it's a big one, big one from Adam there. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, that is a. That is, I would say there is no key to victory bigger than scoring more than the Vegas Golden Knights. Genesis is predicting another faux goal as well. Uh, that is going to be a wrap on today's edition of the Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day Show. Live from the Sports Closet Studio. If you're watching on the YouTube, hammer that subscribe button as well. And uh, we will be back on Monday with another edition of Oilers Nation Every Day. Hope to see you then. Enjoy your weekend, everybody.